0: Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Room 101. Check it out. There we go. Very nice. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to Sean, Jake, Kevin, and Chris of Room 101. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing good. How are you, good? excellent fantastic um and then we also have uh looks like christina is starting to join and we've got the dudes in ruin are here for uh to hang out with us as well so how you guys doing well you you can't actually hear them but they're um there they're, there. Giving, they're giving the hand signals which is <laughs> <about that. laughs> there they are there you go cool awesome well, th- well thank you guys so much for being on really appreciate it Oh. We got some, like a band sounded. I don't know what that was. It's crazy. So um, we were kind of talking before we got started, but I'm um, just going to kind of recap a little bit. The, um, I was trying to remember exactly who I saw posted, you know, your album, Sightless. It was either Ben uh, from Drink, your, Drink Their Blood or it might have been Brad from Cavalcade. But anyway, somebody put that out there um, shortly after it came out. And at, you know, first thing I was drawn to is the art. The artwork was fantastic. And then I was like, I gotta check this out. So I got on there and I was listening and I was like, holy shit, this is so goddamn heavy and awesome. And I know I say this a lot, but I really was fucking blown away. I was like, fucking I, I mean, I immediately bought that album and I was like, fucking, this is so good. It's sort of like, um, you know, there's obviously the comparison between neurosis um, but I also felt like there's a little bit of like a call to luna thing going on there. It was just so good. Just big heavy atmospheric crushing riffs. Um so anyway, I wanted to just thank you guys so much for being on the show, but also for making that fucking awesome album. So
1: Oh, that oh rules, yeah, dude. Great. Thank you. Holy yeah. shit.
0: So I you know, i wanted to kind of go back and like get the story behind the band. Like, so how did you guys get started? When where did uh Room 101 get get launched? Um,
2: like this. Yeah, me and Sean uh, Actually, I, me and Sean Were in a band together before this And that's how me and Sean had met We actually met on Craigslist of all places I <laughs> had out looking for a drummer And really it just had like a few bands That were influences and one of them being I Hate God And I'm like, no one fucking likes I Hate God So I immediately hit him up and then uh, I mean, it's been love ever since so then,
3: <laughs> Me and him and I have been jamming together So I just like how when you said You couldn't see it because we're not on camera, but when he said,
1: you know, looking for drummer
3: he did air quotes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sean's eyes. I did that Sean's eyes. It's very important.
0: Awesome. <laughs> and, and so like like what what was the um besides the I hate God uh, sorry, Christine and I were mute, yeah. Uh besides the I hate god um like influence What what else kind of pulled you guys together as far as bands that influenced your sound and kind of the direction you wanted the band to go into?
5: I think the reason why we're such a strong band is because everything, like literally you name it, Faith No More to Metallica to DSI to I mean, ever like we are just fans of music and metal. So we we're doing a clutch cover. We've done a hot cover, like not even too much of metal stuff, but yeah. It, that's one of the parts that we all just yeah. fans of music.
3: Yeah, I mean I uh, lots of seventies. Kevin comes in with some country influence. Uh I'm I'm a huge prog rock. This is Jake, by the
1: way. <laughs> hey Jake. <laughs> I I'm,
3: I'm, I'm a huge prog rock lad. Um I mean we're all hip hop boys too. <clears throat> we were and, just I'm gonna breaking down Cypress Hill albums right before this call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually we're talking Breaking,
0: uh, getting out some uh, cardboard, doing some old-school breakdancing here in a minute, too. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe at I, the edge. <laughs> I got some moves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. That's kind of funny. So, side story, um, when, you know, rap was getting big and, you know, breakdancing was, was coming along. My, my little brother, um, he was, I don't know, uh, maybe 11, maybe 12. Um, maybe a little older. Anyway, he, he brought home like uh you know, some cardboard and started breakdancing. And my parents were like, What the fuck is going on here? You know, he's trying to stand on his head and do this flipping around and shit. I'm like, what in the and I was too. I mean, I was like, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. And I still don't it, and I'm still amazed at people that can that can break dance. So if you guys have got, got moves. Would love to see that in a show, just like a small <laughs> section.
4: Ah, uh, no moves here. Unlike so, Steve Martin and the jerk.
3: <laughs> I don't know. You can do, do the worm. Put down the put the guitar. Do the worm. back up, low.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I was mentioning, you know, how much I love the the album Sightless. Uh, we were talking again, like a little bit before we got started, that that came out in. Um, February of 2021 and that you guys mm-hmm. had started working on it during the pandemic. And I was wanted to know uh, a couple things. What for each of you is your favorite song off that album and, and why, and then we'll t- talk a little bit about your songwriting.
2: I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, my, my favorite song on the album is probably sightless. Um, it's, I mean like, for, I love I love a lengthy song yeah. but it gives you a bit of everything and uh, it gives you that the cool ending and everything I don't know that's without getting
5: all weird about it it's, that's my i <laughs> that um, I think Sightless is I think for whatever reason like that kind of defined us at that moment yeah, I when think, we wrote you know what I mean sure. like yeah and it was it was a hard hill to climb but uh, I definitely think that was a the- nice Kevin I'm probably going to go with sightless also. Oh.
3: anticipation's Pressure.
5: Oh, man. What am I
3: going to do?
5: What do you think, Jake?
3: Uh man. It's it's hard because it's... you know got to be the contrarian. No, Contrarian. I
0: just... Look at the track list. Yeah. What did we put on this thing?
1: No, no, no. I mean...
3: No, I mean, like, the thing is, like, the Innocent, the Ignorant, and the Insecure, like, that's why I really, like, the process of writing the lyrics on. That was actually what we wrote in the studio. Huh. We finished it. We, I think we had some we, bones. We had some bones. But, like, that was mainly a studio-written song. And that was, like, a cool experience to throw in on making the album. Right. I think Sine's best song, but if, I, if I'm going to pick, I'm going to say Dead End, just because, no, I just because that one, because Kevin hates it. Kevin <laughs> 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 hates it, most no, uh I just I feel like for me, like when I did the vocal, what little vocals there are in that song, like mm-hmm. I'm really belting them. Like I was going through like uh, you know stuff, yeah, personal personal issues at the time, and it was like that song's like an outlet, and it still is. Like I could still drop up like a lot of like force when doing the vocals for that track, uh even live now, just because it's like. I, I know I just, like I, I feel that song more
5: than. I have so. the same thing with "Sightless." That's yeah, a very personal song to me I, too, and so I feel every time like I can yeah. very easily yeah, capture that again. I think "Sightless" <laughs> is.
3: Probably, I I agree, I agree. It's the best song, but my favorite, you
0: know. So. Yeah, I was gonna say um, my favorite's "The Innocent" as well. That one, I love that cool. tune. Yeah. Okay.
3: I, I think lyrically, that's as far as my, you know. We kind of split writing duties when yeah. it comes to later times. It's. It's usually Sean and I, and a lot of the songs actually have words from both of us. You know, yeah. kind of, we kind of bounce back and forth. But I did the, I did a lot of work on that one, and I, I'm really mm-hmm. proud of those lyrics. Like I felt like
5: actually,
3: like some of them are really good. Well, I think that
5: one's a straight punch in the face. There's no effects on that song. You know, what yeah. I very mean, all just straightforward. You know, kind of a metal song. Yeah, I at the end. So, so what was the 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 writing?
0: What is the writing process like for you guys? I mean, are oh. you more oh. of a band that's gonna put together you know, like somebody comes in with a kind of fully hatched idea and then the rest of you work on it, tweak it and and you roll with it or are you to me what I consider kind of old school where you the band just gets together, start jamming off some riffs and then put put things together that way?
5: Well, before we used to do, I would write like a song and then I would have like pretty much the song done and then I would just like need them to write you know their lines. So here's the rhythm, right? And did that for like the burden, and then on Sightless, it kind of, you know, everybody else has got riffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we were just like just playing, and that's why I think that album kind of evolved a lot from the other one because there's so much more input on it.
3: There was a lot of input on it, and I think the thing, you know, maybe just being older musicians, all you know, all of us were prior bands at one point, and they've been playing some music for a long time, is. Basically, that kill your darlings idea, where just like oh, yeah. sometimes we could have good good material and it would just hit a dead end, and it was just being willing to just go like, yeah, we're just letting it go. We're not going to come back to it. You know, this is this is dead in the water. As opposed to like my younger days, I would fight through and just like, nope, every riff must be used. You.
5: You know? <laughs> right, we're in to half that out. Oh, we're in no rush. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, yeah. oh, now we have it. a guy. The guys. I try to be a better songwriter than anything anymore. So we'll come up with a riff. Somebody will have a riff and then we'll just start like pounding that riff. All the different, what keys it's in. (laughs) we will pound that riff. And then, uh, and that's how it's been going. And I think it's helping us evolve. I definitely think uh, we were practicing today and we got this new song and it's definitely different.
3: Which we'll be playing for the first time. Friday.
2: Friday. Friday Friday
3: and see how that it crashes
0: and burns for
3: us. Nah. Get <laughs> a good practice today. It'll, 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 it'll be, be
0: all right. right. It'll be awesome. So I, I think it was Jake who was mentioning that. Is So you and Sean do the lyrics or do you guys pass them around? We try to
5: pass them off to whoever
4: we I've, can. I've done some too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes.
5: Okay. Like Kevin does it. Everybody's got something and we write differently, but it kind of does seem to break down to whoever's singing it. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. We're, with who's going to sing it for however we do it like there's a few songs can you sing and play this kind of well yeah. the you get stuff like
3: insightless like the words like which i love my two verses and that those were you wrote those and those
5: lyrics are great it's just hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. i mean you get lucky you
4: know through <laughs> the writing process too because yeah. we'll try different stuff and it might turn out totally different after we mess yeah. with it for a week
3: yeah, we are big kind on of
4: pre-recording
3: too because we've even demoed our new material and then we'll play with that for a while and then we'll sit down and rewrite it and then we'll demo again and then we'll play around with that for a while and then we'll rewrite it <laughs>
1: it's, <laughs> it's,
3: <laughs> but like i think the upside upside is it's, it's being able to sit and listen to the song yeah you know outside when you're not actively playing it is I don't know. When I, I think the best ideas happen. How many
5: times have you been unhappy after you've recorded the CD? It's yeah, and it's happened yeah. so. Much you're like, I wish this or I wish that, and we're done with wishing. Yeah, I got time. So, for yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right,
0: right. Although you can take that like overboard and try to engineer things to the nth degree and never put shit out because you're just like, oh fuck, I got to tweak this, I got to tweak that. It doesn't sound like you have that problem, but yeah. that Funny. can happen
3: songs so <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yeah we're not trying to like make some like 95 minute soundscape with like four albums buried in there <laughs> so it feels, it feels good to do it you yeah. know it feels right
0: pretty much- right awesome so uh we do have fans we have abigail has joined we've got hi <gasps> hey
1: uh,
0: we've got <laughs> man waving that's awesome yeah and so any, anybody listening, you can't actually uh, see the video, but, um, for the guys in room 101, they've got basically four disembodied heads with their names underneath each one. Um, evidently they work at some kind of mortuary, uh, head <laughs> <in that> place <laughs> where they, where you can style heads, um, prior to getting your you know grandpa or uncle or significant other, um, uh, set yes. up in their tomb or or whatever the fuck you're gonna do, or burn them, you know, whatever you want. But uh, anyway, that's what you—that's what we're seeing. And so they were doing some hand waving. So uh, apart from my dialogue, uh, Abigail, did you have any questions? Or there's Christina and the dudes in ruin too. So I'll open it up if anybody has questions.
5: I mean, my
4: question was like, have you ever pooped your pants on stage? But I was like, <laughs> a better one. <laughs> Not yet. A funny story. Uh, I, think, uh, I think Kevin will take this one. Go ahead, buddy. Not on stage. <laughs>
0: Not on stage.
4: <laughs> you asked, Have you pooped
5: your pants in last year? We might have
0: some stories for uh.
3: well, you. know, I don't know about you guys, but I have unfortunately like gotten on stage and been like two songs in and realized I had this shit. <laughs> That's a real problem. Like, it's like, I'm like, all right, this is the next song. And then my foot's just tapping, It's like,
0: come on. <laughs> I know. Because sometimes, I mean, when you got to take a um, sometimes you've got to go. I mean, it's not like, it, it's, unless, and then if you, you know, if you bear down and like, keep it in too long, then you got yeah. problems. And you're like, fuck, I've missed a yeah. winter opportunity and it'll never come back.
3: Horrible. and that stuff just impacts back up in the
0: colon. That's <laughs> like why I it's Good. all kinds of problems are going to come from this. So Yes. If, if there's all. any lesson to learn from this episode is if you got to take a shit, take it right away. Fiber. Yeah. It's fiber. Like five,
3: yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I, if I, I would
1: die without a fiber. Poop. Fuck. Yeah.
0: So I was, uh, you know, I like to get into, like, going back into what, got you guys wanting to play music and that is the question like what was there a particular band or moment in time when you said you know this is what i want to do i want to get in a band and write my own music
5: else that would definitely be like the thing that like was like oh i didn't know you could do that with music i didn't know you could make someone feel like that you know because the radio and you're listening to boston like oh that's cool solo tom schultz but you know I'm not feeling anything so i just i don't know i just found that so that dark path always intrigued me about music anyway awesome
0: who wants to go Eight. next onk
5: <laughs> <laughs> is that yours
4: that's the guy yeah what got you? i'd go with 80s hardcore Yeah, but what, yeah how old, what, what's going um, on seeing the videos of the shows just everything. Oh uh, yeah. I didn't actually get to go, though, till
5: I was probably 19. Detroit. Yeah. It was a pretty nice. rough scene back then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Got kind of crazy. <clears throat> a lot of uh,
5: stabbings. That'll happen, <laughs> yeah.
0: When was that? So in the 90s? Where at? Yeah. Where'd you go when, to the show?
3: I was, I was like a freshman in high school. And then, like... I watched like a buddy get a guitar and I was just kind of like, oh, that'd be cool. You know, and I was already listening to like a lot of like, yeah, like Alice in Chains, so Pilots, Soundgarden, like the, the whole 90s grunge stuff. And then like I got a guitar and I was like, oh, this is, you know, I spent like, I remember I spent like an hour and a half learning the, uh, that little uh, lead in The Man Who Sold The World from,
0: <laughs> I did like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah <laughs> It was the first time I picked up an instrument. Did you like, play it wrong, way? I was trying to play it like with the. I got a left-handed guitar. I'm right-handed. And I was like, <laughs> God, I don't know. So, um, I remember. I remember that, and then I just kind of started listening to more music because I was trying to learn the instrument, and then yeah. it just got heavier and heavier and heavier. You know, for me, it's kind of what happens to everyone, right? Yeah. 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 All
0: right. Who did My, we? Who did no. we get?
2: It changed my life actually, it changed everything about me. I played guitar all the way until I was 30 years old before I started playing drums. And oh, it wow. was because I God, Soylent Green, and Crowbar at the I Rock in '98. And, and watching the cost play drums blew my mind. I didn't know you could do that. Like, I would always been a fan of like death metal and stuff like that. Kind of understood like the whole basics, you know, play fast and this and that. Yeah. <laughs> but but to not play fast and do what that guy did, I don't know, it just that changed everything for
1: me. <laughs>
0: awesome awesome so uh what was the what was each of yours uh first album that you bought with your or some cd and- with, uh, with yeah.
2: molly crew dr Good was the first cd i ever spent my own money on Wait, and i CD bought it yeah, i bought it at a video store you didn't buy cassettes like my first i had all the metal cassettes you could shake a stick at <laughs> from i was like <laughs> 10 years old dude up until awesome. 14 15 you know? but when that first came out, I was really excited. I used to watch MTV. I was all into it, dude. Oh yeah. Full, Motley crew at the time. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was into I it. I was
3: an MTV kid. We got my parents got MTV right when it started. So like yeah.
2: Yeah. I, we, I lived in remember. the woods, man. We didn't get cable. I only had my friends' houses and
3: shit. So like yeah, it man. was a huge deal. Living in the country sucks. I'm sorry. Man, dude.
5: So, th- you missed all the good channels.
2: <laughs> I had right. friends. I got it second, you know, second hand. It's all good.
5: On <laughs> <laughs> Jovi.
3: <laughs> that I don't even think that out right? loud. <laughs> okay. This is taped,
5: by the way. <laughs> 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 uh, no, it was. I remember that fucking slippery when wet. Fucking oh no, yeah, dude. I a
4: tape. first oh. that I bought was Green Jello Serial Killer. That's, oh. Oh. That's course, <laughs> a
3: good one. Um, I don't know. Like I it. I like I used to like like at home a lot when I was like younger and yeah. be visiting. Well, I almost can't sit through it. No, I man, I like rock and roll pumpkin, but the rest of it I can kind of.
5: Uh, I couldn't even tell you a name. I couldn't either. Right, the dude. first
3: thing I ever bought was like a cassette, and it was a uh, album by Chuck Rock. You remember that rapper? No, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> great, dude. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah uh,
0: Chuck Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, is my know. alt, my alter ego in rap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna to have to check that out. Yeah, I young, I don't know. <clears throat> Oh my god. Uh, I know I asked Abigail before, but what was your first album?
5: Oh, uh, it was a. I think it was actually a single, like a cassette single. But I, I think it was like Police or something. But I don't, I
2: don't know. It's
1: the
5: best
2: of all. <laughs> Molly Cruz <laughs> I bought shit before that, but I couldn't tell you what the hell it
3: was, oh, dude. I, that I, was
4: probably my second. Yeah, game. I
3: mean, I don't know for sure. I wish <laughs> I could remember. My first CD was Nirvana's
4: That was my first CD. Oh, yeah. nice. My first CD was Wu Tang Clan. Oh. oh. That, yeah, that was pretty. I actually owned the CD before I owned it. I had the CD. <laughs> Same Yo, with the Motley Cruz. So my parents bad. had a super <laughs> expensive one. I was like,
3: with the, <laughs> they got a CD player on <laughs>
0: I think that happened with a lot of people where they would uh, they were so intrigued with CDs they got the CD and then they're like fuck I gotta get something to play this thing on you know
5: booklets and stuff were just so new yeah. I, I
0: really
5: was a fan dude I used to look at
0: booklets all the time yeah dude
5: that Motley Crue just came in that big long
2: paper sleeve that they came in when they first yeah. came out yeah the, the oh, big book. folding
0: things that would unfold and unravel and then you could never get it back in the goddamn thing like
5: fuck, Pantera, <laughs> Driven One.
3: Oh, that was yeah. just a classic inlay. Wow. Like, you, know. I would, you know, I mean, I do it now sometimes, but definitely way less. But I love sitting down with like an album with the intent of like I'm gonna listen to this in, in just a single sitting. I'm gonna have the booklet here. I'm gonna like read the lyrics while i going on. It's so long since I've done that. But oh, yeah. That's awesome.
0: That's so what. That's what I love about, you know, vinyl. And that's kind of why I've gone back a little. I mean, partly just the the nostalgia of it and the fact that it's back. But um, I I love looking at the fucking album, you know, and CDs are cool in that, you know, you still had album art and you had, you know, and some people, like you said, would put out these huge booklets with a bunch of shit in it. But um, I don't know something about having the big 12 inch album, you know, cover where you could kind of look at it. (laughs)
5: Yeah, they're expensive.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah! Like new albums now, it's like stupid. Like the fuck, it can't cost that much. I don't give a fuck. I
5: And I guess they're, they're closing or whatever. I don't know, but yeah, they're thousands of dollars. The shops, I don't fucking know.
0: Yeah. Final. shop,
3: man. The final. <laughs> Stop,
5: man. Yeah. It's the of the- <laughs> final- Atlantic Michigan
3: is closing up shop.
5: What are we gonna do, boys? Wait. Yeah. In-
0: I don't know, dude. uh So the uh, the Ruin guys have some some questions uh, in the chat for you guys. Uh, right. fr- so first one is, late night, Taco Bell or Denny's? Denny's. Denny's. If we have
4: time, Denny's. Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. I don't uh, want another <laughs> story. <laughs> you know, I try to keep it to one a year.
5: Yeah, Taco Bell is pretty much instant diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Taco well, Bell. Well, but not drink anymore but when i used
3: to and those that combination yeah of but it's just like drinking it's like you eat taco bell and they're like oh I, this reminds me why i don't eat this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won't even
1: eat
0: this yeah i would say denny's for sure that's you know you're gonna get a quality meal right i think
3: you get options too, yeah you got options too
0: yeah hell yeah abigail what would you go with
3: i don't really do either um <laughs>
4: Can't eat late at night, or I'll get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. man,
0: and, and, yeah. so, and so the, I saw thumbs up from the ruin guys. So you guys are all Denny's guys.
3: Yeah. Is That true?
0: Oh, forever. Oh. I to oh. Go, right,
3: just to sit there and smoke smoke clothes. Drink. Oh, bro! I think <laughs> about how smoke <laughs> clothes.
1: <laughs> but I'm like
0: mascara. <laughs> Masc- mascara okay uh the next question from, from the ruin guys is guitars favorite body shape these are good questions by the way
5: It's evolving thing man like i can't there's some beautiful guitars out there chris is always sending me pictures of guitars i can't afford and <laughs> but i did get i recently switched because kevin looks so cool and the single cutaway like the gibson just uh what like are the they Les paul the Les Paul. So I got yeah, a Les Paul or, or Eclipse. The Eclipse. That's, I mean, I ended up just getting an ESP one, but that, yeah, that body, that's my new thing now. I was Ibanez for my almost whole life. And then uh, I got old. I don't know what happened.
0: Yeah, that's what I started off with. So in, in the background of, if you can see my background, I've got like, a, there's a Les Paul double cutaway and there's a Ibanez saber, like the kind that um, Alex Skolnick used to play. Yeah. Um, and then the Les Paul. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I like, uh, I, I, I like the Les Paul as far as the body shape, but I do dig those fucking, the guy, uh, Seth from recorrupter. I can't, I don't, I can't remember what, I think it's a Jackson. It's got this. Uh, that, no,
5: I think it's, uh, it's one of those headless, what like, the fuck? Oh yeah. Kiesel, like a kezel or something thing. like that.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it looks badass. It. I love that guitar.
5: I spent as much money as I could go into debt to get my guitar and it still isn't what those cost. So I mean, Oh, <laughs> and then like, I got it like she during, <laughs> I got it during COVID. And uh, so like I spent COVID that's why I was just playing this new guitar. It was, it was cool. COVID ruled. I mean, no, I'm sorry, but I'm not mean anything like that, but like I had a, the time I, made the best, I made the best out of the time. That right. Yeah.
0: You gotta, you had to, you know,
5: I didn't mean for something like that. Yeah, I love COVID. No, <laughs> COVID was awesome.
0: We, we, we got, we got you. i we sample that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so I'm going to keep going through these questions from the Ruin dudes because they're awesome. Um, passive or active? So I'm going to guess that's pickups. Man, yes. it's just active, and I can't
5: say that it's like a game changer if I could and I just had the time and money and stuff I would probably go back to passive pickups.
4: Yeah.
5: Uh, what was what do you got in yours? The Invaders? Yeah. That fucking invader is phenomenal, dude. It is such a good pickup. Nice. And it's new too. I think it's got a unique sound to it. I actually switch between
3: active depending on what part of what song I'm playing. That's a oh, nice feature. Yeah. A ball-
0: Both in- you in you inter- bridge or
5: like this. <laughs> Did that his new body style? What's your new favorite body style, Jake? Oh, uh, it's
3: a Dingwall combustion five. It's got five strings. How many frets does it have? Many, many,
5: and frets. Oh, shit. What was the question again?
0: What was the, what's the fret? The scale on the on the dingwall. I don't
5: know, but I got EMG active right now and they serve their purpose.
1: Uh, all right. And <laughs> yeah. the, they're good. The,
5: they're, they're solid pickup. There's nothing wrong. But I like I always try to find something for me. You know what I mean? So I always try to customize stuff a little bit. You hey, build your old cabinet. I yeah. Uh,
0: Hey, Well, um, I talked to the dudes. I don't know if you know the band E N D. End. And, um, they're Nipsey. Those I've dudes. They like if you want to like build effects and shit. T- I mean, well, and then go down a fucking rabbit hole of craziness. Those dudes, man, they fucking like have these rigs because uh, they do like electronic music with all these synths, and they build their own fucking shit. Like it's it's like rocket science. I feel like like that and rocket record or whatever the fuck they're going to launch to the moon or Mars <laughs> that, that those dudes helped design it. I'm, I'm almost really? positive. It's <laughs> it is crazy. It
5: is crazy. Out Cause we're like, we've been getting into the synth world as well. And yeah, it's a fucking rabbit hole. So like right now I have a synth that I control with my feet and that took a lot of money and time and energy. Like it was, it was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um, the the other question from the ruin guys is uh favorite pedals. Ooh man, these guys Ooh, yeah.
4: mine's gonna be my afternoon I love that. It might mine might be his aftermead.
0: <laughs> no so uh gotta enlighten me. What's what is the aftermead their after mead?
4: Reverberator. A oh. reverb.
0: Cool.
5: It's earthquaker devices. Like earthquaker devices, everything that, I mean, I hate to be like that fanboy on them, but they do make <laughs> fucking great and it's but I got a key that I really like. It's a reverb and a delay and it has like modes of delay and three different modes of reverb. It's very cavernous. Yeah. So I like, to- so I think it would the
4: AMTs too. Oh,
5: those AMT preamp pedals, they're distortion pedals that you plug into your preamp. So you buy preamp and your head yeah. and they are nominal. They're clones. We got a diesel clone and a cornford and a cornford clone. And, uh, They're, I don't know, man. They're one of the best finds that I've just ever happened to stumble across. I got Kevin hooked on them too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That clean, man. Yeah, the clean. It's It's like a Fender. It's a Fender clean, and then that's like the all (sighs) of them have the same clean tone, and then they each have a unique distortion.
4: Very cool. Awesome.
5: Uh, Oh man, that uh, uh, that
3: pedal, that pedal's never off. I like. I plug in my pedal board; it's on already. That's Kevin's favorite
5: too. (laughs) too. The one on my foot. The one he built me. This might so the drummer actually happens to build guitar pedals too. So he built me this distortion pedal that is and uh uh my phaser too. Yeah. They built me a phaser too, which I should have said that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's but awesome. they distortion pedals like this, all these different diode clippings for like different tube screamers and stuff. It's a fucking sweet build. So nice. that's cool.
0: Nice. And uh, the last question from the ruined guys—well, not their last question, but the last one on their list. Uh, who can shotgun a beer the fastest? Ooh,
3: it's just which one of you still drinks? drinks. Oh, we, there you go. And a no. beer. It probably would have been Chris <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, you know, back in the day doesn't mean shit. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> we are going to have to actually. I don't know. We're going to have to settle this next. day <laughs>
4: friday, no, friday, night, friday right? night friday night we're friday, gonna have
3: to settle friday this oh, i'll opt out you guys <laughs> show do. it out. yeah
0: show. you could you can use an <laughs> na beer that's all good you know oh I'm a, i know <laughs> yeah <talking. laughs>
4: we're, we're more into smoking these days
0: oh yeah see i went kind of the opposite way i used to smoke down like crazy and um and now i i you know i, I since it's legal now a well, lot that that really mattered before but um <laughs> uh you know it's just like I, I don't know it's it doesn't do anything for me as much or sometimes i get um too paranoid but um yeah so now, I, now i just drink but you know it's their own know. it's all good
3: well, they will know you're high. Yeah. They <laughs> <will> all...
0: <laughs> oh man uh what i was oh so uh Kind of going back to origin stories, Um
5: and we left out. Like, oh,
0: wh- go ahead.
5: When um, we were, were you talking about the origin stories, you just asked how me and Chris, or how we and I forgot.
0: Yeah, yeah, we kind of got off track. <laughs>
5: this is how it started. <laughs> Those for, guys don't. matter. I forgot the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> no funny thing. So Kevin and I have known each other for a long time. Jake and I have known each other actually the longest. But mm-hmm. uh so Kevin always had this giant pedal board wherever he went. He played for Revenant and a bunch of other bands. And he always had this big ass giant pedal board. And so we were trying to get him into other bands and just, it wasn't a thing. And then, so one band broke up, we started the new one and that was the first guy we got. So we got Kevin. And, uh, I think that was one of the big things for our sound changing because I think burden, I wrote pre Kevin. Yeah. And then we got Kevin in, and then it was, yeah, it changed our sound. Then we had another bass player for a little while, and that didn't work out. And we were
4: an anesthesia cover band.
5: We, we just, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, so then I knew Jake. Jake hadn't played bass for a band in how long, Jake? Oh, my God.
3: I, I didn't play in a band for like 10 years.
5: And I oh, know wow. he played this prog fucking cast band back in the day. And so I was always keeping Jake in my back pocket. I was like, one of these days, I'm gonna well, get this motherfucker to play for me. Well, it was fun.
3: well, we did have we did have that black metal project we're trying to do. That just kind of like, that was all talk. Well, I <laughs> we wrote the songs and I wrote all the lyrics, and we actually it just kind of dissolved. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't play for ten years, and the funny thing was, I picked it up a year before um, you know I met back up with Sean and met these lads for the first time. But uh, I've been playing again for like a year, and just like, you know, I was just like hell-bent. I'm just like, oh, I am I was like picking songs. I had a goal of like <laughs> knowing how to play 40 songs at one point. So I was just like picking up my favorite songs and just trying to learn all of them. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I in the morning, and I see a thing from Sean, you know, a post from Sean saying that they were looking for a bass player, and I was like, yeah, why not? I didn't have like a head or a cabinet. I just, just played bass with like, a little practice speaker for like a year my old equipment, like, years ago, so at first I was, like, kind of bumming gear for a bit. <laughs> you, know, my rig.
5: you did it, dude, and then, so you went from that to by surpassing all of us with, you know what I mean? Well, from the past- these guys, these guys are gear boys, and there's like a arms
3: race in the thing, <laughs> where you, know, well, you get hand me down, but you get know, <laughs> it's like here you can have the space overdrive but i don't think you'll like the tone as much as
0: you think <laughs> <laughs> like plugs into the and get uh, uh, i love the, the the uh the idea of a gears arms race it's a real
5: thing yeah. <laughs> so what slugs race though now because you're at a point where you're like what can i do because i'm almost happy with my like i'm almost all the
4: upgrades there. are super expensive
5: yeah just yeah everything i mean more like simple, a jcm more stuff 800 eat. and i can't do that wow. so no what you end up is you end up with like a lot of like
3: effect pedals for just like one song yeah very true very you know true. it's like if i don't get rid of anything it's like <laughs> very i like lo- i like it meat and potatoes so i'll just like
5: get the no done. you're what
3: you you hit it hard this year
2: too Hot double bass pedal cover, dude everything the drums, drums are ridiculous
4: that those. giant
5: bass that man. giant bass drum the kevlar snare thing you've been hitting it hard the, the, he got the cover with you in a picture of yeah. that it's the the new album cover on his kick drum yeah. so now oh. he's talking he's like how come you don't have that on your cans?" you know <laughs> so, <laughs> that drum head soon. oh yeah yeah that's <laughs> gonna be dope <laughs> as fuck All right,
3: but, <laughs> it's gonna be
2: garth knight yo know?
3: Yeah, I don't know who that is. It's who right
1: are is gonna know? Evil brother,
4: Rider, you <laughs> <laughs> don't you <say> it? <laughs> see? No one even knew what you were talking about. <laughs> we're talking about,
0: dude. we lost a couple minutes ago. Sorry about that. You know so, why? Ah, no, no, so we'll do. Well, it. Never. I'm I'm concerned about you guys' like backs because, like, do you need a semi to get all this shit to a show?
5: I got a minivan. <laughs> uh, <he's> got, <laughs> he's got a friend, so we make it work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. no we got dude like we've been doing this you know we're old so we got it almost down to a science you know we really we're we're minimalist for actually what we do so you got a pedal board you got your head you got your cab everything's you know uh,
3: wires and, and if anything we're all about safety we're constantly like with your knees not your back mm-hmm.
0: hey, look. <laughs> awesome dude we're very
3: very big on the buddy very wow. conscious man. yes yeah yes. Then, you know definitely like before a show it's like all right guys 20 minutes before. <laughs> Go on, let's take a couple of Moltres, You know,
5: <laughs> I, I mean, I got again.
0: Yeah. Do do some hot yoga. Yeah. <laughs> oh
5: man, we stretched.
0: That's not a joke. <laughs> but oh man, uh, I think we touched on it a little bit, um, but I'm not sure if we uh, delved in completely. And that was like, what was what was the first concert you guys went to each year? So Kevin. Okay.
4: I'll go. Uh, oh, you go. go. go ahead. Mine was Marilyn Manson in ninety-six with nice. Helmet, Rasputina. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, nice. it was a pretty crazy show. Mine yeah, was love. yeah. 94. That was with uh, I was only 15,
2: dude. It was Smashing Pumpkins, Beastie Boys, Cypress Hill. Nice. The
5: show. show? I don't know, all kinds of shit. I can't remember. Dude, I'm show. gonna ruin it. Uh mine Manson. Was the Romantics. Is it so bad? Really? Was this. I lived in Texas at the time, and it was like this outdoor concert. My mom took me. <laughs> <a couple. laughs>
0: you know that that one. I can't think of the name of the tune. It was all over the radio at the time, but it, it's fine. What you
5: know? the heck about you? That's the, one. Yeah, that's the yeah. Fucking, yeah, they fucking played it. I think hey, I, I think that's, they that's played cool. it over and over. Is that again. all you
3: remember? <laughs> yeah,
0: Thirty <laughs> minutes of that fucking song.
3: <laughs> Mine was uh, first concert was Weird Al Yankovic. What the fuck? That's awesome. Oh, dude. I I didn't even know that.
2: That We're learning a lot about each other.
0: That is so cool because there have been, I don't know, maybe three or, well, not a huge amount, but four or five people that I've interviewed, and they've all said that was the first concert. with you, weird. Weird Al? Yeah. Yeah. It's
5: It's very accessible at a young age, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
5: You get your money's worth, you know? Yeah. Dude goes all out. Well, yeah.
0: He puts on a good show, you know, and it's it's accessible without being too scary. It doesn't freak out your parents like going to fucking Slayer or something when you're ten, you know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Abigail, I, I I should know this. What was your first concert?
4: Uh, Reading Rainbow live with LeVar Burton in the '80s. Oh, that's <laughs> <great>. <laughs> but again, bro, come on, that's pretty tough. That's so. Oh man, so- I'd, I'd go right. again.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, LeVar Burton is awesome.
5: Yeah, he read like from the "Where the Sidewalk Ends" like Shel Silverstein. Yeah, yeah, okay. that, was, that was like one thing I forgot about last time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is dope. That's so cool. Uh, so if you guys could. Um, Go get a beverage of your choice with uh, somebody. They could be alive or dead. Um, who would that be, and why would you want to talk to them?
5: Dude, you're asking good questions, man. <laughs> it's this my one.
0: it's my stock list. I feel like I've asked every fucking person this thing. So they're gonna go, god damn it! I already know what you're gonna ask me.
5: They're,
1: they're good questions. <laughs> All
0: right, who wants to go first?
5: I have to go with my dad because I never knew. No, <laughs> oh, I know. I don't make me about that. <laughs> um, Dude. Probably, I mean, again, I have to go back to the thing. Probably Lane Staley. I don't know, just because I find him to be interesting, and I can't think of anyone else that I really.
3: Oh man, you know, what I would. Do? I would love to like sit down and have a conversation with Stephen King,
5: just because, yeah. like, when I was like a
3: kid, like. No, so, I, I was. <laughs> no,
2: you're good. I just no, it's it's okay. don't even know
3: why you're no, I, you know, I, I, got, I, got, I used to have like Stephen King books. I was like reading them in like fourth or fifth grade. I fucking and, love Stephen King. It's it the fifth great. Yeah, and then my at some point my mom threw them all out. So then they became oh. and I'd still get them. I had them like hidden, and I'd like read them at night. And then, like, I got older I could
5: read as much Stephen King as I got. Well, the Gunslingers of oh. the best oh, series of so books good. I've ever read in my life, without a doubt. Oh,
3: man, that first that first book so strong, It's that's so good. good. That's like the writing on it's so good.
2: You ready for this, dude? Emilio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <a> minute, well, <laughs> just, oh man, <laughs> maximum
3: questions. Like, so <laughs> <laughs> movie rules, dude. Well, I don't King really in awesome. yeah, yeah. See? see? I, I see know what I'm he talking about. I want to know what's up with old Emilio. I don't know if I like my answer now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, what was that uh that kind of cult classic that he was in where the radioactive thing was in the car or something like that yeah
2: maximum overdrive dude yeah. that's what i'm talking about oh yeah. no
0: no but there was another one he did that was about like was it maximum right. overdrive and it's acdc can't fucking go wrong oh yeah that was crazy but he did another one where it was another weird ass movie um where he's like some kind of punk rock dude um, repo man repo oh. man that's what it was Oh yeah. you guys are crazy with this that's yeah. funny and that he was, was in good. the bre- and he was in the breakfast club. right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Ready
2: to back around uh, <laughs> and the mighty. <money.
0: laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm liking that. I'm I'm thinking we should track that fucker down. He'd be awesome to talk to. We can ask him about his brother Charlie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, see, there's so many good questions asked. you can
0: ask him, dude. Yeah, talk about your dad being in fucking, you know, doing acid in the, the in Vietnam. Yeah. All that, yeah, dude. All yeah.
1: that good shit.
4: Yeah. Oh, it
0: seems shit. Like- <laughs> <laughs> all right, who do we miss? Who do uh,
4: i probably want to meet Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs>
0: uh-
4: <laughs> Honestly. It was a <laughs> toss up between him and Gigi Allen. Oh. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like if if Tiny Tim had been born later, he might have become Gigi Allen. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Who?
0: Tiny Tim. I think he. I, I might. If he had been uh-huh. born later in life, I think he could have become that guy, or he could have become Sam they did, they did a album
4: together. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I- I don't think they recorded it at the same time but yeah look up tiny tim and DGL,
0: holy shit now yeah i'm gonna be looking for that later <laughs> holy crap
3: yeah
0: he's gonna right through the roof man oh shit hey, um oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so to kind of circle back to um you know, what you guys are doing now, like, so did I hear that a new album is in the works, or done, or what's happening?
5: It's, it's, I mean 90% done, like, it's all done, it's kind of an EP but it's still, I think it's going to be over 20 minutes and it's got a cover on it and it's pretty much done but we keep playing these shows and it kind of like keeps putting the writing process down, back, but we got a plan, and uh Yeah, we're
3: gonna, the plan is barring some You know, weird, crazy. You're opening up for your favorite band kind of shows. Period to finish writing and record, and then um, we want to get this one pressed. If that's you know, you know, financially viable, viable, right? But
0: so, uh, what was I going to ask you? Um, Oh, the cover art. Who did the first album, and is it the same artist doing the second one? No, I'm glad you asked, though,
5: man, because the cover art actually was a it was a hard one for us because it was uh, the guy's uh, head split okay. design. He does a lot of stuff like for just all types. It's mostly like like newer death metal type stuff. Yeah, but then he had this one design that stuck out in all of his designs because a lot of them were like typical goats and skulls and you know dead people. I mean, they're awesome. Well, I'm not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love. The, I love his art, and that's why I kept coming back to his page. I'm like, he's gonna have something in this one piece. You'll look down the page, and that one just stood out in all of them. Yeah. Its simplicity. It really like. I don't know. It left a lot to the imagination. Well, I'm, it, and it. I think it.
3: <clears throat> it kind of like guided some of the writing process too, because we actually, and we did that with the new one too. We actually get the art. Like even the new stuff, we already have the art. We're already making t-shirts. We're already kind of getting stuff going on it. But uh,
4: during COVID, there was a lot of artists putting stuff yeah, up, bear, and we yes. were kind of trying yeah. to scoop, out, help them out, and you know, to use for future projects. Yeah, yeah. So we actually, yeah, we have a few
5: pieces of art.
3: that well, we wins the winds too. So we switched uh, up
5: artists, and we went with uh, misanthropic art. Oh, oh yeah, for the new one. Dude, super dark. It's super yeah. simplistic. It's just black and white. And then had we had him do a new logo. We had him do a new logo, which is kind of like a symbol because we're kind of going down like this cult thing for this yeah. album that happens to be whatever that's, topic. That,
3: that's the
0: theme is cults <laughs> Oh, cool, awesome.
5: So we're, I don't. I I got in my head about the what, what heaven's it? gate. Heaven's gate. Oh yeah, yeah. And, Oh, like I like that their symbols. So we kind of stole their symbol and made it our own. And <clears throat> I want to get some blue Nikes. Well, know? I mean, we, didn't
4: really see we were inspired symbol because ours
3: yeah,
5: we were inspired. Yeah, it's they're not different. the same at all. But I mean, we're just just,
4: only Heaven's Gate home team.
3: The writing process. I actually I do about Sean, but I actually sat down and watched that Heaven's Gate Heaven's Gate documentary. That uh, yeah.
5: I watched it recently. Yeah,
3: and it's. I mean, man, it just rips your heart out, especially when they like show like the final interviews. Of oh, I know. Pulp. They're pumped, you know. I mean, they're excited. Yeah. They're,
0: they yeah. Them yeah I'm going to
4: castrate myself. <laughs> no, they're just expressing. <laughs> some, off like,
3: they're expressing this joy, and and it's just like it's just
0: oh. yeah, it's just,
3: it's rough. It actually is pretty rough to watch. I would say.
0: Yeah, but that it, that was wild. It was really, it, it was pretty well done. I thought too. Um, yeah.
5: Cults in general are, I mean, I think inherently fascinating. Uh, this week for me, kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. J- you know, Jonestown. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. You know, there's,
5: there's so many examples of them and the movies how it goes yeah. bad and yeah. how it's just I don't know. It's all so, it's the same but different kind of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So like acknowledging too that like like anybody can be in a cult too. You know, it's not not those things where it's like, oh, how could somebody be in a cult like it's like a thing that
0: can just happen. You know, you're, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time and the wrong state of mind. You can, you can be in a cult, you know? Yeah. It wasn't wasn't a cult. Christianity. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, yeah, they, yeah, I, I would consider that to be, I mean, no offense yeah. to anybody that does is religious and, and feels uh, a love for Jesus. I, I don't get it at all. Um, but, um, I guess is. I did
5: learn then, you know, I got older, and parents made you. yeah, the parents make you, and then you're like, "Oh, you
0: fucking lying to me." <laughs> yeah, it was weird. My parents. So my my aunt's actually a nun, um, and yeah. and they and they never. My parents, you know, and my even my aunt. My aunt's she's a great person. She was never ever about like trying to push religion on me or or my uh, siblings. My parents were totally not that way. Um, I got into it by myself, like because I had a friend that was in one of those Holy Roller Baptist um, things when I was a kid. And my mom, uh, she's passed away, but I I can still remember her talking about this later because I I, I was, I don't know, like fucking 12 or something. I came, eh, maybe 13. Uh, I came, oh no, I was 12. So I came home (laughs) and I go, uh, mom, I've been saved. She's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) what are you you talking about saved who's who's saving you from what i would go i you know i've got the love of jesus in my heart and she's like oh my god (laughs) and then i'm like you know she's going what are you you know who who is inside so i said it was you know so and so's friend and we were going you know they went to church and they saved us and um and i'm like you know i've been saved and my mom's like okay you (laughs) go sit in your room (laughs) It was well, like it was crazy.
5: You know what I mean? You find a teenager <laughs> and you accept them and they're like, oh shit.
0: You know? Yeah. 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 But uh that, that only lasted I think I don't know, a year maybe. And then I found out you couldn't swear, I'm like, this is not gonna <laughs> fucking work. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> uh let's see. Um Abigail, did you have any other questions for these guys?
5: Um, are you going to write an album about Garth Knight?
1: Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Bloody
2: Maybe
5: dark. songs inspired by yeah, Garth dude, Knight. What are we talking about? <laughs>
4: inspired by Forrest yeah.
5: <laughs> No, the, the album title was going to be Music Inspired by the Motion Picture Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's what the- yeah it was. That's it was funny.
3: originally going to be all every song was going to be about the movie Forrest Gump. That was going to be its title. <laughs>
4: Now we we, we do, always no, bounce no, no, between no, jokey and nihilistic.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll,
5: we'll do an 80s TV one, that's for sure. <laughs> we have to come up with a concept of because we've been like writing songs just that we do nothing with. We'll be at practice, we'll write a song. It's not our band, it's just you know what I mean. It'll be a yeah. punk song or just whatever. Just room 102, yeah. yeah, room 103. <laughs> so we're gonna go a CD and just get fucked up as much as we can and then just record whatever we write <laughs> that and sounds man,
0: awesome
4: uh, <laughs> it sounds less good I say it out loud it's a good terrible. thing we're procrastinators
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well now this will be out like on you know in the in the interwebs so if it gets right. enough traction people are like 102 <laughs> 102 put it into a- <laughs> Uh, So we've had uh, Kelly's join. Kelly, can you hear us?
1: Hi. Hey. Hey, Kelly. Kelly,
0: Kelly, do you have any questions for uh, Room One Hundred and One, dudes?
1: Um, where are you?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We do not know where we are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they've got the uh, the the awesome disembodied heads. <laughs> At an undisclosed location in the Arctic, well, 200
3: right? under the ocean surface.
0: <laughs> oh, there was one other question I I meant to ask you guys, and I forgot earlier. So, Ruin <laughs> one hundred one is is a shout out to nineteen eighty four. Is that correct? Yes.
4: yes. Um, when we were trying to come up with names, I, I was introducing my son to that movie, who was fifteen. <laughs> he actually. Yeah, I, I was like, hey, you got a good idea for a band name. He's like, what about Room 101? And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, that's how I did it. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, that's-, wow. <laughs> that's awesome.
4: Yeah. So we were having a
2: real tough time nailing down a name. We, we went months yeah going back and forth and throwing stuff around. Yeah, and, and I honestly don't even think we all settled on this. It, it, it breaks it just, up it a lot. Like, we we got to pick something. The fucking music's done. <laughs> Bro,
5: that's. <laughs> honest like i've never read the book or no i don't know anything about it people ask i'll say my name my band and they'll be like oh was that in whatever you just said and
4: yeah. I'm like i don't like to so, sell so to sean I, we were just like you know it's
5: your am I fear. Am <laughs> am I I really one? Okay, is, am <laughs> i really am actually cool. read the
3: only
0: one okay yeah the book's a trip man i mean <laughs> i'd seen the movie like years ago but then i i read the book because i was like you know I, I i don't know just felt like i needed to read it and it was w- <sighs> It's uh it definitely made me think and it definitely made me think like this shit's fucking real like half the time you know the the ministry of disinformation or whatever there was you know the truth is not the truth and then this and like holy crap man this is like I'm really surprised
3: that the movie 1984 and Brazil came out like real close to each other and they're so similar in like yeah. theme so Yeah that's Very- another
0: great movie Brazil holy shit I forgot about that one Yeah yeah
3: almost I almost think it does the themes of 1984
0: better than the actual 1984 movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, crazy. Well, well, guys, I really appreciate you being part of Fans with Bands, and oh, yeah, man, uh, thanks for having. Yeah, hell yeah, thank you guys for being on. Hopefully, I can get to a show. I can't go this Friday, but I will. I, I you know, I'm a religious Sorry. follower of your Facebook cool. page, so I'll, I'll make sure I.
4: Avenue with blue Box
2: and. Repeat and fuck who else? Um, that dance accusation.
0: Anvil crawler. <laughs> and that. Crawler. Yeah. When's that? September twenty fourth. Fuck. I got all right. I, got a, I believe I, we're.
5: Well, oh, whatever it doesn't matter. Let me I pull up my. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, I think that's a Saturday. I um, believe. so. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yep.
5: We don't do those too much anymore.
0: Yeah. So uh, all right. Yeah. So I'll I'll put that on my on my to do list. Um, but. Anyway, I just have one last question for everybody. And that is, it's the you know controversial question that I love. Pineapple or no pineapple on pizza?
2: Put it on there. I'll eat it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if
5: it's pizza, I'll eat it. I don't care. Yeah, I think that anyone that does pineapple on pizza uh, should die. So <laughs> I haven't thought about that. I think
4: eating pineapple on pizza is sick and immoral. <laughs> Uh,
3: I gotta honestly say this. Um, I have the utmost respect for people who like pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and I support, I support them wholly in their decision. Um, you know what? The woman I love is a pineapple. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't like eating pineapple and pizza.
5: Uh-oh. So, however, yeah. you don't. Choose to take it, you're okay with them eating pineapple well, pizza. Well, when me and John are you can don't. wait in the fucking
3: car. As long as you guys don't eat pineapple
5: pizza
1: in public, it's
2: fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know you eat pineapple and pizza behind closed doors. There you go. That It was pretty. I ain't an
3: old person, though, right? Uh,
0: I don't know.
3: You know what, though? I'd rather eat pineapple and pizza than olives. Owls. I like green owls. Oh, I
0: love owls. Oh. Man. I, yeah, I, don't, I can't go there with you, buddy. Um, Oh, onion. Yeah. Uh, Abigail, Abigail, I I can't remember your answer.
5: Yeah, put pineapple and olives on there. Oh, yeah, get on that. Yeah. I mean, it's there. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: and Kelly, did I see that you were the the pineapple fan? Yes. All right. (laughs) Awesome. Is there a favorite combination to go with the pineapple or him?
5: Am i think i'm gonna
4: well, have the action there dude uh, i've had it with artichoke and pineapple it's kind of weird oh
1: yeah
4: <laughs> because
0: <laughs> i've heard some pe- people th- that like the pineapple i'm not a pineapple fan i mean i like pineapple but not on pizza but uh they've said that uh jalapeno and pineapple Ooh. yeah we I used to do uh, that would
5: be all right They're the <laughs> banana peppers we would do too and that's oh. so weird I still got that sweet, and I had
3: pineapple with like cayenne and like spicy stuff on it. That was really good. I wonder if you did that. And put it I one. had a
5: fucking
2: pineapple popsicle the other day. What do you think of that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like how seriously he looked at me. He's like dead serious. What do you? <laughs> what do you think of that, man? <laughs> real shit, dude. Come on.
0: Uh, real crazy.
3: <laughs> Start being. <real. laughs>
0: uh. Well, guys, thanks again for being on Fans with Bands. Really appreciate it. Yeah,
5: yeah, no, thank you. You're thank awesome. Thank you,
4: everybody that tuned in. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Hi, people. Take care, guys. Later. 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 Thanks to Kevin, Sean, Jake, Chris, Christina, Abigail, Steve, and the dudes in Ruin for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. I love the devastating heaviness of Room 101, and it was a lot of fun getting to hear their story. They are working on new music, which you can experience at a live show. Be sure to check out their site and keep an eye out for shows. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time... Be well and kick out the jams.